Hello, Husky fans. This is Trevor Mueller with Sports Illustrated Husky Maven Channel. With me is college football analyst Mike Martin. And Mike, we're here to talk about what's coming back for the 2021 season, what we know. And we're going to use some of your favorite words in the world, and that's numbers. So, Mike, the first thing we're going to talk about is the defense side of the ball. And the most important part of defense, of course, is tackling. And so first we're going to start with uh, what is gone uh, how many as a po uh, when it comes to tackle numbers and uh, last year the defense tackled 253 times they're bringing back 206 at a clip of 81 percent of course our biggest loss of tackler is Elijah Molden he, had, he led uh, the the people that are leaving with 26 tackles what does Washington have coming back what and and what does Washington have coming back I think is we've seen from Buda Baker, Taylor Rapp, we've seen that ascension to where it became um, Elijah Molden's defensive backfield. Is it Trent Murphy's defensive backfield or is it Kyler Gordon's defensive backfield? Um, you know, I, I think that, that the top tackler is going to be one of two, those two guys. Kyler Gordon got a little bit of a, got the wheels in front of the cart his uh, a couple of times during his freshman year and they they kind of dropped him back a little bit but he's learned he's been absolutely lights out on special teams I think he's rewarded and I think that that they're going to be looking you know which which of these guys is going to be the the Buda Baker Taylor Rapp Elijah Molden uh type of player my money gun to my head Flip the coin, it says, um, still can't decide. I'm going to say um, Trent Murphy. Trent McDuffie. McDuffie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Byron Murphy, Trent McDuffie. Byron Murphy, Trent McDuffie combined. <laughs> so I, I think it's going to be Trent McDuffie because he, well, Gordon also has that extra gear. Um, I mean, the thing that I liked about both of those guys is their key special teams players. One's a gunner, one's a punt returner. And so they're guys that, that they're able to find ways to utilize their speed. So, you know, again, gun to my head. I'm going to go with Trent McDuffie because the, the coin landed on him. Yeah, and I think the coin flip is going to be it because those two um, athletically are, are so gifted and they bring so much to the table when it comes to uh, being able to make up for uh, even mistakes that especially Kyler Gordon made earlier in his career with his technique. Uh, one of the other things that's really important, and you're going to love this topic because I think he's one of your favorite players, and that's knowing who's coming back to be your head tackler there at the middle linebacker position. What does it mean to have Edifon Ulufusio back again? He's ascended. He's earned a scholarship. He's shown that he's a star. What does that mean? For, for me, he doesn't have the, and I don't mean this as, as an insult, um, uh, that he doesn't have that stinger that uh, get in your face. And because I think he's a little bit more reserved than Azim Victor but I like that he can be that stinger on the defense, somebody that is going to do a little bit of uh, chin wagging, a little bit of finger wagging, and he's going to energize everybody on the field. But 
where I think that I really like what what um, uh, Edifon can do is in the film room and getting these guys, dragging them out at 5.45 in the morning to see why is Stanford running over us? What is Utah's new quarterback? Because they have a loaded uh, quarterback room. What what are their quarterback tendencies going to be? And I, I, that's the part that I really want to see out of Edifon is not just be the emotional leader, but be a guy that isn't afraid to put your foot in somebody's butt and say, get down into the film room with me and let's go over this one more time. Because winning a championship is about minimizing mistakes and never taking a playoff. And so I think that if, if Edifon can do that, we know what he's going to bring on the field. I want to see what he's going to bring in the locker room and in the film room. Yeah. And then finally rounding out uh, this defensive side of the ball, we have the front, uh, the front four, our outside linebackers, the defensive linemen, uh, you know, they're bringing back some guys that missed a lot of time. Ryan Bowman missed half the, half the four game season. Uh, Tuli Latua Gasanoa really didn't have time to get going. Uh, Lea Tulatu didn't see the field. And then, of course, now the addition of Jeremiah Martin. With all of that um, playing time that some of those guys got early, the emergence of ZTF, what does that mean for the defensive line moving forward as well? Well, ZTF, I mean, what a revelation that guy was. Everybody was, uh, when Joe Tryon uh was opting out everybody was like oh great the huskies are going to get run over there we thought that they were going to have an attacking pass rush uh with joe tryon as the figurehead but i mean uh, you know he did that without ryan bowman in there on the other side uh savelle smalls kind of started to bring it uh later on in the season but he, did, he started to really kind of come into his own, but against a couple of pretty good offensive lines in Stanford and Utah. So with, with Jeremiah Martin, I think you have, you know, like a pitcher, find the hot hand and, and roll with it as a reliever. And I think that on the other side of ZTF or even ZTF, if, if, if he's, you know, if somebody's having their way with him, you know, put in Martin or put in Smalls or put in Bowman. I like what they can do on the edge side of this defense where they can really get after quarterbacks. And now you talked about the inside and you need that run stuffer. And I wonder, the, the Huskies have a lot of youth there. I think the biggest player that was missed last year, that how do they replace him? The question is actually Levi Onzarike because he was a guy that occupied blockers and they didn't really find a guy that was able to step in there and really take up the middle side. They, they didn't have that guy inside that could take up blockers, but then also uh, push the pocket so that as the quarterback rolls out, there's ZTF to bury him. Um, I, I, I need, I, I want to see somebody emerge on the inside of that defensive front that's a force that a, that's a guy that is going to require two blockers on him at all times and I think that Bandis um, you know uh, and those other guys there's some monsters on there and we're going to see them and 
also, I wonder with given the size that I, I brought this up in a story that I did uh, was with with uh, Ter- uh, uh, Draco Byman, not Terrell. Uh, to he has a, a large enough frame that I wonder if he might be able to sort of instead of be being that rush in. I think they have enough depth. Can he be a force on the inside in the form of a six uh, four? 295 uh, Levi owns Enrique that can play multiple positions along that defensive front. That's going to be something definitely to take, uh, take notice of as we move into hopefully being able to go to a spring game, at least cover spring practice. But a couple of things I want to bring up about the defensive line is if you look at the guys like Jacob Bandis and Fatu Atuatele, those guys were in their progression. They were not expected pre-COVID to really see the field other than to spell somebody like uh, Tuli Latua Gasanoa, Levi Anwuzurike, and Sam Taimani, that third one. And uh, Alameda Ta'amu came on with us and talked about how good Sam Taimani was at times, but still he's learning, uh, not learning, getting into game shape to be able to play for the entire game is going to be really important. And with those guys coming back, the fresh rotation. I'm going to give you the final word on this. Well, what should you expect? Oh, go ahead. Well, well, what what better person to talk about the durability of an interior lineman than Alameda? Yeah. That guy was really a four year starter because there was nobody around him that could really kind of uh, tote the rock every single. Uh, like like the uh, running back, he was there from his freshman year, and that guy was just an absolute monster. And to, to have, you know, to kind of look down there and to see, I think the Huskies have three or four. And if we, we bring in uh, Pehopa from Hawaii, who is yeah. on campus already, he's going to have a spring and then he's going to have a fall camp. So I think that there's going to be a lot of bodies that they can hockey sub where they can go, you know what, you guys, we're going to work you into uh, game shape. And you guys go out and play a, a series. Then these guys are going to go in while you catch your breath. Um, and, and then the other side of things of that defensive front is the best defense is a good offense. And to have that offense be able to be explosive, finish drives, and have extended drives, that to me uh, is equally as important as having a, uh, a four-man rotation on that defensive front. If they can spell that defense and really manage their workload early on, where, where when it comes time to, is, I don't know if Stanford's going to be up here or down there. It's probably going to be down there. When they go to Palo Alto, they can handle that, that Stanford uh, front. And going to Eugene, or maybe it's coming up here. I forget handling coming that. up here. Yeah. yeah. So to be able to handle some of the better offensive lines uh, in, in the, in the, in the, in the conference. Yeah. So looking at what uh, Washington brings back, they bring back most of the starters final word. What do you see this defense doing in 2021? You know, with with so many players coming back in a, on a normal season when they played 12 games it's a huge advantage to have all of those players coming back um to have played four games 
I, I think that it is sort of negates a little bit of the impact of having, uh, you know, nine starters back from four games. Okay. There, you know, that's like, you know, a quarter of a season, how, how good can a freshman be in a quarter of a season? He's, you're not really going to notice that trajectory from playing a San Diego state and then a conference championship against Utah. So, you know, the, my expectations are still incredibly high uh, for, for the, the defense because it's, it's a Jimmy Lake defense. It's a Bob Gregory defense. They've been so good for so long that maybe a little bit of a step back last year was against Stanford and Utah was, was a really good wake-up call for the defense. So are they going to spend that extra time that that 2016 spent uh, going up the space needle and puking on the field and realizing that the pain that they're experiencing in practice pales uh, or is nothing. Uh, actually, what they have in a game is nothing compared to what they had in practice. Every game will be easier after that. That's the mentality that I want to see return to uh, that defense that, you know, we're going to pay for it now and the reward comes uh, at the end of the season. Tell you what, with Jimmy Lake at the helm, uh, I'm, I'm going to put my money on that happening. For Sports Illustrated Husky Maven Channel, I'm Trevor Mueller. He's Mike Martin. Go dogs. Go dogs.